the Chabad customs, as uh, far as Aseret Yimei Tshuva, we know that the days in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there's actually only seven days. We call them the ten days of Teshuva because we actually include the two days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur as well, so it makes ten, but they call them the ten days that are between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is speaking of the seven days, particularly besides also the two days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So there is a um, a debate about um, making weddings on the Sarasimate Shuva and um, the uh, the Rebbe has mentioned uh, that uh, there is a tradition and the Rebbe uh, sort of encouraged people to postpone the weddings, not to do weddings on the 10 days of Teshuvah and um, I guess the reasoning for that would be because since everybody is in a serious mood and everybody is uh, like doing uh, repentance, maybe it's going to take away a little bit from the joy, from the celebration of the uh, young uh, married couple. So you'd rather do it at another time. But um, the looks like uh, that um, the Rebbe later on encouraged people not to delay uh, engagements. The Rebbe was against uh, people having stretched out engagements. Uh, the Rebbe felt, and it's probably very uh, uh, realistic, that long engagement is not really healthy for uh, for both sides. You know, there are feelings and there's emotions and there is... Uh, could bring uh, lead to things that are uh, not proper, and therefore uh, the Rebbe encouraged, especially nowadays. You know, where uh, the Yitzhahara, that's the evil inclination, has a free pass, and uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of challenges that we have. So the Rebbe encouraged people to uh, do weddings, you know, as soon as they can, and um, the Rebbe uh, said that. Um, even in those days that people don't make weddings, but in order to expedite, in order to have the weddings done quickly, unless the Shulchan Aruch specifically says, don't do it, those there's days, you know, of course, like in the three weeks, we can't do, uh, there's days that one is prohibited from doing, but if it's not those that are prohibited, and they're only because of a custom, uh, so, you know, one can wonder whether that would still apply to the 10 days of Teshuvah because during a Seri Teshuvah, during the days, there is no real prohibition. It's merely a tradition. So whether that is also waived or not is, is not clear. Um, uh, the Rebbe also um, talked about uh, the fact that before Rosh Hashanah, it was an emphasis to create uh, funds to help people that are needs to celebrate uh, Yantav uh, so they have enough food and they have clothing and make sure that people uh, you know, are taken care of for the holidays. And the Rebbe then went on to also to emphasize that even after the holidays, um, so 
notwithstanding the fact that people have already contributed before Rosh Hashanah to make sure that everybody has a good Rosh Hashanah, uh, the Rebbe says we should still check out and see if some of those people who are helped still may need, are able to use some help. Uh, because uh, possibly, he says that when after Rosh Hashanah, when uh, even if a person had all of his needs, but now being on a higher level, maybe he still doesn't have, you know, on the spiritual level, you know, one may be satisfied at a certain level what he has at that point, but one is supposed to grow and say, the next day I'm supposed to be better, so maybe I don't have that so uh, anymore. So after Yontav could be in a physical level also that you might be able to uh, uh, help them. So make sure that the upcoming holidays, which is before Yom Kippur, uh, the day before Yom Kippur you have to eat and the uh, sukkahs and everything else just to make sure to continue to support and to provide for those who need. Now, there's another very interesting uh, Chabad uh, tradition is not to say the slichot on Aser Yishimei Tshuva, with the exception of Tzom Gidalia on the first day you know, after Rosh Hashanah, or this year when it was Shabbos, we do it on Sunday because we can't fast on Shabbos. So on, um, on the rest of the days of... of, 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 of uh, Except for Yom of, uh, Yeah, well, Yom Kippur, of course, we're talking about Slichot. Yom Kippur, we don't do Slichot, we do, yeah, all Slichot. But, but the um, morning, if you go to most shuls, on a day like today, they would uh, do slichas early in the morning. They would start before the davening. They would do slichas. We do slichas before Rosh Hashanah. We do the mornings before Rosh Hashanah. But the other people, they do it for Rosh Hashanah too. Some do, some don't. But they certainly do slichot in the ten days of repentance, and they do the three times you'd give them the sarachim and the third natural to mercy and the hell. There's a whole uh, prayers for the days in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But in the Chabad tradition, we don't do that. Besides, like I said, besides on Tzom Gedalia, on the fast of Gedalia, we don't only do the fast, but we'll also do the Slichot for Azar Yishimei Tshuva. Because we're already, apparently we're already doing Slichot, so we're going to say, let's go ahead and do all the Slichot. Now, what exactly is the reasoning for this? It's kind of a little bit of a mystery. Uh, till the Rebbe explained it, and I haven't seen the whole letter, but just a little bit of what the Rebbe explains. It seems like a mystery because the Shulchan Aruch clearly states uh, that you should say it, and the Chabad tradition is that we don't say it, so it's a little bit of a mystery. Why is this different? Uh, why is it different than the Shulchan Aruch? And by the way, you know, a lot of times you find a custom which is uh, not exactly the way it states in the Shulchan Aruch, but it doesn't mean that we're negating or it's a disrespect to the Shulchan God forbid. It is according to the halach. It is just a lot of times we have to figure out why is this <laughs> tradition. But it comes not because of a lack of seriousness or God forbid or care, but it comes because in the opposite, it comes because the ultimate care and because the ultimate concern. Now, there are several things that we find in the Chabad tradition uh, that we don't say, and you know, each one has its own, own, 
own own idea. Like for example, in most sitters, in most sitters after the davening, they will say the uh, the thirteen main principles of the Rambam. Animamin, they would say. Chabad, we don't say it. So, um, of course, there's separate reasons exactly whether there is exactly what the 13 principles are. Are they actually, is this only, is that, that there's a lot of issues that, but I once heard the expression that, you know, uh, animamin really means that you believe. You believe. And believing is something that you can't just say, I believe. Believe has to be in your heart. Sometimes when you say it, you sort of compensate maybe for, for having to do so. So the expression I, I heard is one, some say it and some believe it. So, you know, like saying is just saying the words and um, the um, believing it is something else. Sometimes by saying it, maybe you take away from actually, uh, actually believing it and feeling it in your heart. The expression that the Rebbe used in the Sikhas over there was, same thing as with Slichas, there's a time to say Slichas, which means to talk about forgiveness, and then there's a time to do Teshuvah. To actually not just say, I'm sorry, and, uh, and just use words, but to actually better your deeds. In other words, learn more, and sometimes, perhaps, again, I, don't, again, I didn't see exactly, sometimes perhaps just using the words and talking about it, you maybe you fulfill your obligation already. That's already okay. I did shuva because I, I got up in the morning and I did a few pages of slichas, which I'm sure is good and not knocking that, God forbid. But we're saying in the Chabad tradition looks like people are actually busy doing teshuva, meaning learning more, davening more, uh, uh, reflecting more, uh, having remorse about the past, accepting uh, good deeds for the future, actually doing teshuva, and, but no matter, whatever the reason is, the tradition is that only on, uh, only on, Yom, only on Tzom Gedali do we say slichas, we do not say the slichas on uh, any other days of the Sersimei Tshuva.